Welcome to Listening to Paint Tribe with Mike and Dan, a podcast about the art and hobby of miniature painting. I'm Mike. And I'm Dan. Thank you for joining us as we strive to become better, braver, happier painters. Well, Dan and I this year decided to split up and go to two different conventions. Dan was at the Nova Open right outside of Washington, D.C., and I was down at ReaperCon right outside of Dallas. And both of us had an amazing time, and we wanted to kind of debrief and talk about both of the events. So as Mike said, I got to help out with the Nova Open. I've been doing this for about nine months, 10 months by now. Um, and uh, I had the, uh, the privilege of helping uh, with the Capital Palette this year, as I normally do. And uh, yeah, that's an awful lot of work to do. Um, I was lucky enough to have uh, some folks that really, that wanted to help, and that was uh, that was definitely uh, a needed uh, reprieve of doing things by myself because definitely that's not fun. Um, but I had people to talk to uh, besides just the artists that would come up all the time and uh, listening to people ask questions, and then the judges that would come in and help out. Uh, so let's see, setup was on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. And uh, we changed, we changed it around a little bit. So we used to have the U around the uh, right side of of the area when you go down the escalators, and we decided to move things. So we were in front. So it was just a long, uh, I guess, display case with a little bit on the side. I think it was a uh, provide a little bit more visibility, and when people did come up, they weren't stuck in that little bowl that we had on the other side. So it was pretty cool. It gave a lot of flexibility for people to uh, to move around and look at different pieces without uh, all being stuck in one little location. And um, when you come right down off of the escalator, you're right there. So that was in a pretty prime location. So I got to thank the folks for letting me uh, set up there. Um, same old cases. Uh, the cases all worked. We put new light bulbs in some things. Set the photo booth. And we had a full-time photographer this time. Um, so that was uh, super helpful, and I had an awful lot of fun. And I probably need to put home on my list of people that I need to thank for later on, because I think he did a good job and he helped out a lot. So, hey, uh, yeah. what did you do about the security side of it? I know you were worried about having someone well, I down was there. Worried about security, so we had a paid security person. I was there most of the time anyway, but there was paid security, and we've always had a paid security. Um, so I did not have to worry about anything. We do have locks on all of our cases. Um, we don't let them sit out there for all that time. Plus, if you have, you know, we got some beautiful pieces. So we had to make sure that uh, we were keeping things locked down. So that was all good. Didn't have to worry about that much. Um, boy, I don't even know where to begin. I talked about prep, talked about setup. Um, that was Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, let's see, Thursday, uh, after I realized that uh, my podcast skills kind of suck, I took a class on how to grow your podcast and uh, that was actually really cool so if anybody's thinking about it uh craig over at uh, third floor wars um put that uh, little class together and there were only a few of us in there uh, but it was really cool just to ask generalized questions about like kind of equipment to do how to set up interviews all kinds of like fun stuff like that mm -hmm. um so that was the only class i was able to take uh I was supposed to take a, a picture or take a picture. I took a picture of everybody. Um, take a class with Oscar Lars. Uh, 
so uh, I met him like six times before I realized who I was actually talking to. <laughs> because <laughs> I watched a little bit too much of uh, The Office and uh, thinking Oscar would be a little shorter. And so, so, uh, yeah, he's, he, yes. <laughs> so, uh, I kept missing it until I like have his uh, badge in my hand. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like an idiot right now. And most of the time I was an idiot anyway. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. And then, uh, just as people came in and you, uh, you know, we got to check them in. You get to see, you know, who they were, and you're like, oh yeah, I get to put your face with a name now, or you know, meeting old friends, which was really cool because we all haven't seen each other in many, many years. Um, I don't even know where to go from there because there's just so much stuff. Oh, I got a swag bag. Um, I got a sisters about a kill, battle kill team, and I got some like ice cube things. I got a bunch of figures. I probably should just say who these people all were. Corvus Belly gave us some stuff, and uh, Weird Games gave us some stuff. So if you, those Malifaux folks, um, I got some stickers. Here's a sticker. Ooh, it's upside down and backwards for Mike. I'm more excited. <laughs> oh, I got mouse pad. Did you? Uh, so uh, uh, what, Malif what Malifaux? I'm going to tell you all this stuff now since Mike has got like, yeah, well, I got like a bazillion times more stuff than you did. So suck it, Dan. No, not even that. I just want to know what the Malifaux figure was. Oh, uh, I'll bring it to you this weekend. Mm -hmm. and we got a shot glass and magnets. We got oh, magnets, get, which is really cool. Did you get any uh, metal ice? I did. I got one. Boop. You got one metal ice cube? You know that's going to sound awesome on the podcast, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> shaking that in front of the microphone? It's better than shaking this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know, that's totally staying in. I'm not taking yeah, it no, out. Yeah, that's channel, uh, <laughs> yes, that's all on channel one, everybody. Listening to Paint Dry um, After Dark. Yeah, so, geez. Um, I, I, oh, I I don't even know where to start, Mike. I, I guess you're better at telling these kind of stories. Um, so, I hung out with um, the guys at uh, the Meg Bay, um, Josh and Denim. Mm -hmm. So, they both came have down have you guys figured out what mech I'm painting yet? Yes, you're painting a Battlemaster. I thought okay. I told you that. No, nobody told me that. Okay, so I'll bring you my Battlemaster or one of my Battlemasters, and that will be your responsibility. I was going to have them on the show to talk to you about that. Okay. But since I haven't been able to coordinate with them. Um, it's fine. Yeah, so you're going to have a Battlemaster that you'll be painting up, and you can go look whatever you want. Um to paint it as i don't think they gave you a paint scale or a paint uh they wanted me to do something obscure yeah you just go look on the uh camo specs and find something or just type in yeah tech paint and then you'll have like a zillion things it's not like uh 40k where you have to paint a certain way it's just like whatever you want because you can use battle or you can battle you can use bottle caps if you want to as mechs because that's how flexible we are nice you know, there's a, there was a Battletech game that went on at uh, Reaper, too. I'm sure there was. and then But there was also a whole system that's a competing system called there's CAV. A yes. CAV. Yes. I, they had a huge CAV. presence at Reaper. I guess Reaper prints their miniatures. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. And there's Drop Zone, Commander, and right. um, what's the There's some one? competitors, right? Steel Rift. Hey, they're big, stompy robots. Why, why would you not want to? 
have competitors. I will say though, uh, a BattleTech mech won a bronze in ordnance. They got a bronze medal. Yep. We had diorama. We had um, two mechs, and then we had a, a lance got bronze. There might have been a diorama, a BattleTech diorama that I missed because the way um, my Saturday was crazy because I had three classes. And so I didn't get to see any of the Saturday entries. Like uh, all the people that have full week long passes, your, your entries are due on Friday by 5 PM. And then they have Saturday only people who come only Saturday and they they put entries in until three. And so they have a chance to enter. And so those are all put in the same are kind of separated out. So it's easier for the judges. And I only got in there for like 30 seconds. And then I realized that I had to go, get ready for my next class and then dev and i tried to do an interview and i looked up and i'm like dude how are you why are you making me do this interview i got a class in 10 minutes <laughs> so yeah but anyways um, so let's see so we hung out with them uh i was uh, privileged enough to have eric swinson come down during his breaks that was a real joy because we just like chit chat it and stuff and that was pretty cool that really broke up my days and so it was always uh, good to see him when he coming down the stairs. Uh, Will would always store his stuff down in my area also. So that was always a joy to have Will jump around and uh, and chat for a little bit. Yeah, he's a low energy guy. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody <laughs> should give him something like... Uh, yeah, some like Red, Red Bull, Bull or something. Or something. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah. Got to wake him up sometimes. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not enough energy there. Um but uh, yeah, everybody else um, was was pretty busy. We could I didn't even float around very much in, in any of the game systems except for BattleTech. So I hung out with those guys for a while because we finally got BattleTech at uh, Nova Open. So I was pretty excited. Uh, a, a decent turnout. We'll see what happens next year, and I'll leave it at that. Um, the the folks over at uh, Death Ray Designs created all the buildings and made like objective markers and little tanks and stuff like that to use. For oh, the geez. And that's that pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Um, and they had some really cool mats. I can't remember who made the mats because I would throw them a, a bone also, but I can't remember. Uh, but it was cool just to talk battle tech folks, talk with them. At, you know, they're just, we're just a different class of old folks and old people. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. Geez. So vendors, I could talk about vendors for a long time, but it was really nice to see vendors and be able to put your hands on things again. Um, definitely got to throw something out to Kit from Game Vinvy. I uh, got a chance to talk to him again. I always love just stopping by his uh, his booth and talking to him for a couple minutes because he's just a stand up guy. Um, mm -hmm. So I got I got a, some replacement for my uh, my Arsenal uh, paintbrushes, the Sable ones. Uh, because I burnt through my other ones, so I grabbed a couple of those. I didn't buy anything else, but he's got some really cool plinths, though. And he's got this thing where he, he um, what's it called when you make them? On a lathe? I forgot. Um, and um, Turning? And he, I guess it's turning them. Yeah. Um, and then he has where he pours resin in them and, and makes them pretty cool looking. Uh, nice. So like, yeah, so they're really, really neat. So I have to grab some of those. And I totally forgot. Like by the time I was like, oh, I got to go back and go talk to him. Um, but again, you know, he's, um, yeah, he's a cool kid just to talk about and everything and talk to. So um, let's see. I can't even think I could talk about all 
kinds of little things. But that was, I mean, for all in all, that's just, you know, on this side of the convention where I'm not taking classes, um, it's, I'm eating for five minutes and then running around to go do something else and um, making sure that all of my volunteers are helping out. Um, that's, um, you know, I want to make sure that they're getting out and having breaks and enjoying themselves also because there's no need for them just to sit around uh, right. and have fun. Um, I know that they all did want to run off to, um, to the award show. Um, I did not stay for that because I wanted to try to get everything all packed up. So that, so they split up into two buildings cause we have so much stuff going on. Uh, so the Renaissance across the street is where they had like their hobby Haven. Uh, they had the thing called the cantinas where you can get some overpriced food. Um, but it was good food. It wasn't like junk, junk, junk. It was, uh, you know, like someone actually made the food. Um, and let's see what else was there over there. Um, oh, that's where the, like the bar was and the, um, uh, the band and stuff like that. And we had the award show over there. So trying to redirect folks after years of going up to the lounge at the very top floor, we just had to step outside and just go across the street. <clears throat> so I think a couple people missed the show because of that. And that's it's kind of funny because I didn't even know where it was until the last day. Because <laughs> that's how organized I am. Um, so um, I think we had a great turnout um, as we can, uh, ex as we kind of expected and kind of were figuring what happened. But Will did bring Scarlet. Um, and uh, she won practically everything. It's a beautiful piece. Even when you look at it in person, people just stared at it and, and there were just always a, a blob of people there that were talking about the piece and and all the master's stuff were fantastic. I, I don't know how the judges are able to go through. I know they're looking at very technical aspects of it, but there's such wonderful pieces in every category. Um, but uh, that but she came up front and um, and now she will have to be retired. And I told them that. I was like, yep, you've been showing her off for a year or so, and she's done. She's got to be retired, put her in a museum somewhere. you got to make something new. So he said he's working on it. So, Unless um, he takes her internationally. I think he could take her internationally if he goes I to thought Mon he did. Monty. Did he take, did no, he they, he, I don't think he's been international yet. Well, he, he might as well. He would get some yeah. sponsorships and have him fly him over there and um, – Right. And get himself some big old fancy European trophies and stuff and medals. <laughs> so before I, uh, before, before uh, you ask me some questions and everything, which I think you're going to do, uh, I do want to do uh, and say a couple of thanks to all the folks that helped me out. So we have David and Patricia. So they were the main ones who helped me out during the whole time. Um, and then we had Dave, Allison, and Nick. They, um, they helped out on the last day and David got to pack his own, um, awards bags, which is funny, but he didn't know it. I did. I just laughed about it <laughs> when he wasn't looking because he, he was just trying to, you know, pack all the prize support, uh, cause, uh, each, uh, each team is responsible for their own. So I think, uh, for the apprentice and journeyman, we got them some good stuff as good as we can get, you know, some paint, some, um, some uh, wet pa wet palettes, uh, airbrushes, um, just something to say, hey, you know, continue the good job, keep on pushing forward, especially with the apprentice, because we want to make sure 
that they're coming back. We want them to, to be engaged and be happy about the, the, the hobby. Um, so we, you know, we try to, we try to give them a little bit more to, to keep them in. Um, plus most of them just only have paintbrushes and a couple paints. I mean, they say that straight up. So now they got hooked up with, you know, the airbrushes, uh, wet palettes, lots of different brushes, uh, lots of paints, knickknacks and things like that. Um, and they got a swag bag too, I think. So they have a, they probably have a kill team they can paint too. So I guess we'll have a lot of uh, 40k next year, also. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, Peter was our photographer. I'm not gonna forget him. He spent a lot of time. Wait, uh, wait, wait hold on. Go back to that. There was a lot of 40k stuff at the Nova Open. Yeah, that's, I know. It was, it was I wasn't expecting that. I mean, that would be like going to like ReaperCon and ex and not expecting to see like Reaper minis there. So it was just kind of weird. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> so um yeah and peter who was uh, our photographer um uh we, i wasn't expecting to get one this year but he came through and he did a fantastic job uh looking forward to working with him again next year hopefully we'll uh we'll get him in there for full time pretty much uh he did get to stroll around at times but the but having having the help that i had allowed everybody to take breaks and i think that was super important uh, because I have had those times and uh, have seen those folks. I had to sit in the same place for, you know, 10, 12 hours. And, and that's, you know, that wears on people. You know, you want to go out and have fun. You do this because you like the hobby. We don't want you to get stuck working for the hobby and not get anything out of it. Um, but I think uh, I think we'll have enough volunteers for next year also. Uh, I got a good group. So the more volunteers we have, the more fun stuff we get to do. On our own so if i get enough folks i might take a painting class um so that is about it i know i have like forty-five thousand other pages that i could write up and talk about um but i just uh i don't talk a whole lot so if you have questions i would answer any of them but i don't know how to do this free verse thing do you know do you have uh any numbers on the number of entries or anything like that? i do but i think i'm gonna hold off because I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about them. Okay. We did, we did discuss them and we mm -hmm. did, um, we had over 400. So for us, that's huge. It's amazing. Um, that's wonderful. That's um, one of the yeah. biggest ones yet, right? Yes. Not quite the biggest. I know the, oh, the, no. the 2019 wasn't that, that was bigger, right? No. Or was it 2018? No, this was leaps and bounds larger than any of those. Um, so oh, wow. what? I said, wow, I thought, I thought there, I, then, so this was the largest number of entries for y'all. This was our largest. We oh, okay. a lot. We, um, we even limited awesome. the number of entries that people could have and we still crushed it pretty good. We are happy about that because we you should growing. be. And, um, it was, like I said, it was a lot of work, but it was fun. Uh, we don't, you know, it was that thing about like, if you can't do it, you teach it. And if you can't teach it, you like do something else with it, but. I can't do that either. So I just, I just take people's figures and then I take pictures with them and say, this is mine too. This is awesome. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see what Will's reaction is to your Instagram post about Scarlet fitting in your book bag. He's on vacation <laughs> and he's, he's pinged me so many freaking times. I, I, I keep telling him every time that he uh, sends something to me, I'm like, go get your vacation, man. You've been working your ass off for a week. 
go spend some time with your family. Don't worry about right. the rest of us. Exactly. Um, but he's just, he's so excited and just like worked up because, you know, you, you know, you probably are still talking to people also, you, you know, you, you form these like super close bonds in a short amount of time and uh, it's hard to let that go. Right. Um, so now he's with his family. He's hopefully on vacation and enjoying himself. And he forgot about Nova open and, and classes and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yep. So any other questions? Oh, yeah. Not, you know, not really. I'm still, you know, it's, it's weird. I'm trying to do like you talked about, we're decompressing, you know yeah. what I mean? So like, I feel like I'll have more questions a little bit down the road. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like, it wasn't like we went, we talked for like four hours yesterday. Right. Really? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and That's uh, true. we got to talk about this stuff that we're not allowed to talk about on the podcast. Not, so. not going to be on the podcast. That's yeah, for sure. It, yeah. That's not even going after dark. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that is true. That is definitely true. So, you know, so. Now, you know, I mean, I, I, you, I was worried about you. You were very stressed going into this, but um, you did a, you, you did a much better job than I did the first couple of days of taking care of social media. And it feel like we almost switched roles, right? Like I was adjusting to first being there. And yours didn't really pick up till later. So you kind of filled in, you know, you did the first part of it and I kind of was more active, uh, at, you know, kind of after Friday. And, and so, got, yeah, and I enjoyed it and, you know, I got some comments from the, the couple of folks that said they listened to the show. So I guess we got to start counting them now. Um, Dude, I, I, I met at least, at least 40 people that, that were listeners dang, of the show. Dude, really? Yeah. Uh, oh, I got, I had people look for, find me out and look for me. And I, I was so honored and humbled. And I'm, you know, of course, you know what the number one episode everybody talks about, you can probably guess. Uh, I don't have a clue. Oh, come on. It's the Roman episode. Oh, do they? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's one of the big ones that everybody talks about. They're like, man, all I wanted to do was paint after that. You know what I mean? I'm like that. Well, I'm going to tell, I'll tell Roman that because that's, that's exactly true. Yeah, that's true. That's I mean, what that, he wants that, to hear. And that's one, you know, that's one thing that um, that this has done is I, I'm getting that itchy finger to, mm. to paint, but I'm not quite there. But a mm. lot of folks that I met and talked to um, over the last couple of days, I've seen or last week or so, uh, they are they're posting a lot more on Instagram. They're posting Good. on Facebook and they're painting. Um, and I think, um, for as little as I, I like to talk and, and, and talk about what I do, cause I don't talk about that much. Um, all the cool people that I met and all the stories that I have forgotten and all the meals that I've eaten and forgotten about, um, a dude ran up to me while I was packing up, um, the award ceremony just finished and. Uh, you know, everybody's celebrating. They're talking to all the uh, the judges, trying to get a little bit of critique, you know, and some folks are, you know, asking questions and getting photographs. And this dude, and I want to say I'm supposed to know who he is, but he ran up to me and, he sh and he's over like, like in the glass cases and I'm back behind him. And he holds up, a, I think it's a silver and bronze. And he's like, yo, dude, look, look what I got. Look what I got. And I was just like, you know, with all the shit that's gone down during the week and, you know, all the other stuff that I really enjoyed, 
that's that just makes up for all the horrible stuff because mm-hmm. a few people came up and said I didn't know I was in a running for anything. I wasn't expecting anything. I just put this out and I had, you know, world-class artists touch my stuff and think it it was important or it was good enough to be judged and get a medal. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 why I put myself through this pain and this stress sometimes because um it's cool to see that. I love this hobby. I love the community. Uh, I want to see it grow and prosper, and that's the best way for us to do it. Even though it's, you know, we all have our reasons for painting, but every once in a while, if you throw someone a bone um, and let them know that hey, their stuff is valued, that's that that's that's why you keep doing it. Plus, hey, you know what? Um, the the executive board is pretty damn cool at uh, at Nova Open, also. So they're good kids. So good. So I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear that. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you th- as you think about questions over the next couple months, <laughs> we can record it instead of just talking about it because we'll eat like we'll go to like Arby's or Taco Bell or something and eat and drink and talk about all this stuff and say, "Damn, that would have been awesome to record." <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, you got to travel a little further than I did for your little vacation. Uh, so tell us yeah. about your exploits. And you can probably just mute me because I'm just going to drink drink my water because mm-hmm. I'm parched. All right. So my adventure, of course, started to... Uh, to so how do I, I don't even know. Oh. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Uh, you, you finish your thing and I'll interrupt you when you say Tuesday. Oh, I started Wednesday. I, well, I mean, it, you know, it depends on where when ReaperCon started, right, for me because... From the time I decided that I was going to try to teach and Reaper accepted me as a teacher, um, I really kind of all my gears were focused on getting my classes together um, and everything. So maybe what I'll do is start there. So my experience for me is a bit unique. Um, It was definitely unique for me um, that this was my first time uh, being a teacher at a convention. I had taught one class but I was like at the Kill Team Open, I was there one day and it was, you know, it was a little bit of a different context. It was a six hour class, et cetera. This was a switch to six, uh, five classes, an hour and a half each. I was also one of those classes where I was teeing with, with a, a dev from Raggy Paints. Um, and so it was a total uh, different world. And then throw in the fact that I actually had an artist table in Artist Alley. Um, that was the, probably the biggest adjustment to me is to being on the other side of that table and people uh, were interested in talking to me about what I was painting and, and such. And so I'll talk a little bit, a bit more about that as we get down there because it's uh, um, I kind of had some surprising stuff, which was cool, but I just didn't expect, you know what I mean? Um, so maybe, uh, so one of the biggest things was that I learned was how poor my time management is. Um, so we had constantly talked to artists about potentially doing uh, interviews and then boom, uh, one or the three of us would have to go take a class um, and so or teach a class. And it just was, it just never worked out until then. Uh, we finally were able to start cornering people Sunday, but as the morning progressed, my voice went away and away. And by the time I got home Sunday night, I had zero voice. 
And uh, it's been a few decades since I've actually lost my voice. Um, so I was worried and I tested for COVID and everything and came back negative. So I'm all good about that. It was just a matter of, uh, yeah, I talked a whole bunch. It was five classes talking to people and such. And um, so that was really interesting. I kind of, the just for reference for people who may not know, I, I, the five classes I taught, I taught three basing, uh, one desert, how to base for deserts, jungles, and ruins. Um, all of which in the end sold out, which was pretty cool. I did have kind of a rough spot because I had that, that Saturday at five o'clock to six thirty, which is the time everybody goes to lunch or dinner before the award ceremony. And so, um, yeah, originally that didn't sell out to a Saturday morning. <laughs> and then a couple came to take the class and then all the, like, I looked up, I'm teaching the class and all of a sudden they were gone. I'm like, and so ever like by the time. We got to, we didn't even get to 6.30 in the class and over half the class had bailed. And I felt really bad. I'm like, this is really bad. And they're like, no, we're just, we've got dinner plans. And I'm like, all right, you know, <laughs> uh, but you know, that, so overall though, um, and then the other, I taught my lost in translation class, which was a challenge because I really want to look at developing that for a longer, um, almost even to a two day workshop type of class. So I originally thought I was going to teach it for three hours with six students at ReaperCon, and I did a, did not convey that information to Reaper correctly. So I got one and a half hours with 16 students. Um, it turned out okay. We got through the presentation and then worked through the worksheets and the, the cube and the mystery mini and such, and everybody got a chance to explain their stories and talk about them. So it really worked out really well. Um, so it was kind of a good audible that I called. I also did the same thing with my basing classes because originally I decided to do a pre-build, which was kind of a presentation and talk about research and what uh, jungles, deserts, and ruins actually look like, etc. And then go into building a base myself and then having them build. But I realized very quickly in my first class, which was jungle basing, that half of my class had never built a base before. So I just totally jettisoned the me building a base and I was able to get and walk around like walk around, have them build. And I got to each student uh, two to three times independently, maybe even on and one of the classes I got to everybody four times. And so I thought that was pretty, that turned out pretty well. Um, and so it was interesting, the, whatchamacallit, um, the feedback I've gotten has pretty, been pretty good that people have enjoyed, enjoyed it and uh, um, got something out of it. Um, I'm hoping that over the next uh, couple of weeks, while people have a chance to sit down and think that they have, uh, you know, they send me some emails because I sent everybody the email, the presentations and stuff uh, to people so they could, uh, uh, you know, keep it for a later reference, et cetera. So I'm, and I asked them for feedback. Um, I actually didn't want as much immediate feedback, especially for lost in translation, because um, I wanted people to kind of process what we went through. Um, the initial feedback was really good, but it was really more, I'm like, I'm, talk to me later. And I had, I had some instructors that were also in that class too, which was a little bit intimidating. I'm like, thanks. Thanks for being here. <laughs> and so that was pretty good. It wound up being pretty cool. Dan's raising his hand. What was it? Um, what I do you want? I got your, I'm trying to talk to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I totally forgot you were doing the, the the mystery figures. How did that work out? Great. Um, you know, uh, they they just 
<laughs> I ordered like so basically what happens when you're an instructor uh, that Reaper before the con gives you a gift certificate to go on and shop on the Reaper store to buy your supplies. And then you can have them shipped at home to your home or you can just, I just did all my prep at the con. Um, cause I didn't want to travel. I mean, I'd ordered a few hundred dollars worth of supplies. And so, um, I didn't really want that shipped and then have to travel back down with it. Um, next year, if I, if I do decide to teach like this again, I will, uh, clip the, all the, the rubber bases off of them. You know, a lot of those Reaper miniatures have the pre, the bases part of the model. So I'll make sure those are all clipped yeah. off before we go to class. I mean, we were able to get them all clipped off quickly in class, but I figured that was just one step that we don't have to even worry about. Um, and it is so, but, uh, it went really well. I got envelopes, got, you know, got everything printed out. And, and I, I think people, um, I think the way the worksheet is set up challenges people to organize their thoughts and think about things in kind of context of how they're building. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but, you know, using, so like the goal is to, you know, even if you, if it's not to create the, you know, take your crazy idea. I used my sheets when I was struggling to figure out how I wanted to base a figure. And I'm like, all right, these are the elements I'll do. And this is trying to type of thing. And what are the theme? Well, it's steampunk. What, what's associated with steampunk gears and nuts and bolts and little pipes and stuff. So, I mean, I just kind of use that to kind of talk my way into a base. Now, do I think it's my, it's not my favorite base ever. Um, it was passable. Uh, I knew that the figure was not going to be judged because it was going to be sitting there next to Quicksilver. Um, and so I figured Quicksilver was going to get people's attention more than a 28 millimeter uh, steampunk Aquanon, which I, I mean, I thought was a pretty good paint job. The face needs a lot of work. It needed a lot of work, um, but it came out. It still came out nicely. You know, it still came out nicely and I got some good feedback beforehand because I was originally doing it just as a, uh, as an exercise. I actually hadn't planned on bringing that to Reaper, um, or using it as a competition piece whatsoever. So, but probably, you know, um, overall the experience was amazing as far as that goes. One of the things I knew needed to say is that, um, I'm not going to say names here because I will forget them because I'm really tired, but I have posted pictures of all the, you know, of all the fans that would take selfies with me or that would go on record admitting that they were fans of the podcast. Um, <laughs> and I really enjoyed getting to meet them. They made me feel so welcome there. And, you know, I, I, everybody did. I, I really felt like I didn't belong, um, at first, like behind that table, but, um, everybody treated me with like, I should be there and with respect and valued the feedback. I at least seemed to value the feedback that I was able to provide when they asked for it and, um, were interested in some of my processes. Um, the biggest surprise to me was, um, the reaction I got to the Anabu Geisha by Nuts Planet. Um, that was probably the biggest surprise. Like that stopped, like, I really thought, you know, my, my talking piece was uh, Quicksilver because, you know, non-metallic metal, full body, 80s TV show character. Um, and it's kind of hit or miss if people actually knew of that cartoon or not. And it was a cool little nebula background, uh, which I'm really super proud of. So I really thought that was going to be what people mostly stopped to talk about. Uh, but most of the time, the piece that people wanted to talk to me about was the Anubu Geisha 
uh, with the with the jade green kimono and gray pants uh, framed by a red Tory gate, which I post I've posted pictures of, and I'm going to post something. Somebody did something really cool with it. I'm not going to spoil it here, but I'm going to post it on Instagram uh, for people to see it. That uh, somebody did some photoshopping with the background, and it looks really awesome. That should be uh, I was, like your background from now on because it's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, I was really honored that somebody would take the time to do it. And I mean, I have gotten not only, you know, was it there, I had a couple of people with visual deficiencies uh, stop and tell me that my piece was the only piece they could really see with the Anabugatia and stuff. So it was really cool. It's also um, somebody posted about it on Reap, on the Reaper Facebook page, which was neat. And so. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I was really surprised surprised by it, you know, and I, it's really weird because I think at some point you stop seeing your pieces for what they are, you know what I mean? Um, I feel like I stop. When I get to an end of a project, it's pretty, a lot of times I'm pretty close to hating it. Um, and so um, I grunt and groaned about Quicksilver and I'm not 100% happy with the finished results, but I was happy with the process. You know what I mean? I enjoyed learning how to do the stuff. I made a lot of mistakes with it. Um, I noticed a place that I have to cor- absolutely have to correct if I'm going to put them in an upcoming competition in October. Um, just because I will see it, see it now and I will convey through osmosis to everybody around. They will see that one spot that I missed. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, the one thing that's really kind of funny is the one thing that nobody noticed is a good thing that I'm glad nobody noticed, but I'm really bummed that nobody did. The ST, the the model Quicksilver only has four abs, but I and the bottom abs are not abs on the on the model. I actually painted those on, and so he has six abs, and nobody noticed. And, you know, and I, that's one of those things. I'm really glad I did it and nobody noticed, but I'm really bummed that nobody noticed because I it worked really hard on those, you know? <laughs> and so it's always kind of funny um, that, that that type of stuff happens. So one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to brag on Reaper a little bit. Um, in, in general, I will say this. They, um, they took such good care of me. Um, Anything I needed as far as the classes go, they were on top of it. Um, we had a hiccup with the airbrushing class Dev and I were supposed to take uh, teach. Um, and it wound up Dev doing just kind of a, a breakdown and demo class and me looking there. Uh, I was Dev's Vanna White for all those people that are old, older um, listening. But uh, I was just there to look pretty and uh, add some comic relief to it. Um, but they, they did a great job and, uh, you know, Reaper took care of the students because, you know, it was originally billed as a, as a hands-on class. And so it was, you know, they're, they're pretty stand-up company. Uh, I got more swag than I could ever imagined that I was going to get. Um, I have a couple bags basically of it. Um, I did donate my uh, remaining miniatures from my classes to uh, somebody who does paint and takes at their local library. Uh, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, what does she do? Um, the, the woman sitting next to me, Michelle Farnsworth, the artist was, who won best in show took the minis and she was going to give them to somebody. I think I'm confusing that with two listeners that I want to have on the show, uh, Ryan and Nicole who teach, uh, free painting classes for children monthly at the library. Um, which I thought was pretty awesome. I lo- we have so many amazing people in the hobby and so many of them listen to us and, 
uh, it was really humbling meeting on the, all those people. But uh, so here, here we go. Uh, total 963 entries in the Master Series Open. Uh, the previous amount of entries was 733. So they went, they went up over 233 entries. 357 artists, 93 in diorama, 60 in open. Now, open at Reaper is sculpting a lot of sculpting, a lot of conversion work, right? It's not like the international open or other ones. And it's not a catch-all. They are very strict about what goes into the open division. Um, there were 52 in ordinance, 758 entries into painters. Um, they gave out 29 certificates, 260 bronzes, and my lord they needed to start the announcements of the bronzes at like four o'clock in the afternoon um 125 silvers and 74 golds um it was really uh it was an incredible turnout it, it took um me three separate occasions um for an hour each to go through uh all the entries like just to walk around and look at them um i dodged a bullet i didn't have to do any judging um, and so that was pretty, that was, that was very lucky. Um, trying to think, uh, um, I hate doing this, but I guess I'll just do it. Um, I had a really good Reaper con, um, my diorama I put in, which was an attempt at a 3d zombie movie poster, uh, won a silver and diorama, which was shocking to me because I did not spend enough time on it. Um, I got some amazing uh, idea stimulation from Eric and from Chris Serhi. Uh, so if they ever by chance listen to this, that thank you guys. And I, when I post it, I'm going to definitely say thank you. Um, but the painting, the painting wasn't good. Um, the, the painting needed work. Um, and it, I, you could tell that I did not spend enough time on it. I didn't even spend a full two weeks on the whole diorama once it was constructed. You know what I mean? I putzed around with it for months, but I really didn't concentrate on getting a paint job done. A couple of the figures in it are, I, I felt were turned out really, really well, but there were a lot of figures and they all needed to be the same level. You know what I mean? Um, my ordinance, which was my uh, bucket list thing that I, I wanted to do two things. I wanted to enter a manufacturer contest and uh, enter a vehicle. Um, cause I'd never done either of those. And so check, check on both of those. And now that, uh, you know, I surprised that it won a gold and it also won a gold for the bombshell miniatures. Uh, and so that box is checked. Vehicles are done. Uh, Mike can move on to next, which is one of the lists on his list, something like a train diorama or something like that. Um, the final thing was painters and, um, I got a gold for Quicksilver, which, by the way, uh, for Stephen Garcia love out there, uh, Captain Jonathan Quick, Quicksilver with Tallyhawk. Um, <laughs> Stephen always enters Lion-O as Lion-O, Lord of the Thundercats. Uh, and so I make sure that because the Quicksilver, the Silverhawks are the follow-on sister show or Thundercats in space, basically, that I, I honor uh, Steven's legacies, uh, you know, the way he enters and put it fully in. Um, and so they chose to judge Quicksilver over, um, my Aquanauts shocker and, uh, the, uh, Anubagatia, which I called Sakura because of the cherry blossoms on her, uh, kimono, uh, I believe that's called the kimono. Or I don't know if it's kimono or a gi because it's a, you know, it's a fighting outfit anyways. Um, so that was, that was really cool. Um, Learned a lot. Um, 
it's really hard to give people feedback um, that, uh, you know, and when you're having struggles with your own uh, self-esteem as far as being a painter goes, um, you are particularly sensitive. So you try to make sure that all the positives are accentuated and you wonder why they want to listen to you. And um, hopefully for those that asked, I provided some value to them. Um, so, but, uh, you know, I'm not sure what else to really go into because, I mean, I talked about Reaper takes really good care of their people. It was a lot of fun. Um, I got to hang out with some awesome painters like uh, uh, Clever Crow Studios. And, you know, I, I talked with Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Lovejoy. So, all right, this is a funny story that I am going to tell, although I, I probably shouldn't. So uh, Dev and I were going to run a – Dev Sotogar and I were going to run the lunch, Raggy Paints. And uh, we ran into Aaron. Uh, Aaron uh, bailed Dev out and Dev and I out with uh, an airbrush and a compressor to do for the demo class because uh, we didn't bring him because we thought we were going to have access to him and such is life that it was it was just a miscommunication so it wasn't no, nobody did anything malicious um, that uh, sometimes stuff happens at a con shocker right Dan um, and so uh, you know Aaron who is a very uh, nice guy he's very jovial very friendly uh <laughs> like gave us both a hug and I kind of did the well-adjusted man thing and pat him on the back and I patted way too hard. Like I totally Giuliani his back and it just, I felt really bad. Like I was like, damn, I'm totally socially awkward to begin with. This is one of those moments that's going to live with me in infamy for years. You know what I mean? Um, and so I got to talk to him a little bit later and he's like, you know, of course he's making fun of me. He goes, it wasn't that hard, dude. You know, you slapped the, I had a plastic shirt basically on. So, <laughs> cause they had their bowling outfits, but I, th I thought that was pretty, you know, it was, Hey, for all those people out there that are socially awkward, you're not alone. Um, so, but yeah, all the, every artist I met, every, I met a cool, uh, cool people from Canada. Um, I posted, I, I don't want to screw up people's names and twitching times and I, because I'm just really tired right now. So processing that stuff, um, we posted you on, on Instagram and like everybody that we got a chance to meet, whether we had a selfie with them or not. Um, I really thank you guys so much for making it a, a wonderful experience. Uh, the, 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 an artist, Jeremy Doss was on my left and Michelle Farnsworth was on my right. They were amazing, uh, psychological support for me. And so was uh, pirate monkey, uh, Anthony Rodriguez, uh, they really provided, uh, um, you know, Anthony gave, gave some great advice before I went into my first class. And, um, you know, of course, I have to give a super shout out to my roomie, uh, co-teacher and uh, uh, babysitter, Dev. <laughs> I would not have, I, I don't know how I would have functioned that, that entire time without Dev. He, he took really good care of me. He was a great friend. Um, and I. Uh, yeah, he's probably going to be looking for a new roommate. He's going, I can't stand that toucher guy. <laughs> I left my shoe, a pair of shoes. I left my painting light. I left my phone chargers. I, the amount of stuff I left in the hotel room, uh, you know. Yeah, it was, uh, I suck. <laughs> so, but that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of it. I mean, I want to say thank you to Reaper uh, for having me. Uh, I, it was an honor to, to be a part of the convention and, uh, to be in that list of names of people that taught classes. There were so many amazing teachers. You know what I mean? And you had amazing teachers at the Nova Open too. It's just such a different, it's so interesting because it is a really, having experienced both, they're just very, it's, it's just a very different environment. And they're, um, 
neither neither is right, neither is wrong. You know what I mean? It is all about whether what you're attracted to, what uh, gets you going in the hobby. And so uh, that's why, you know, I, I feel like we have to cover both of them because they are so different. And you know what? You, you probably fit, you fit much more into the Nova open environment than I do. You know what I mean? I'm not into, the, uh, I don't know the gaming. I was getting made fun of by my students for uh, trying to name characters in Dungeons and Dragons and different tabletop games. And I got them all wrong. Um, <laughs> um, and so, and honestly, as time goes on more and more, I'm losing, you know, I'm not really remembering like, the old games workshop stuff, et cetera. And so, um, and that's okay because it's just where my hobby journey is leading me. You know what I mean? So anyway, thank you, Dan, for letting me kind of go off on, on, on the ReaperCon stuff. And again, thank yeah, you to the right. people I met. But dude, we have some great fans. They are just amazing. The, 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 the people that I, I came across uh, that had listened to the show, I went through, I, I probably have about 20 stickers left and I, it's only because I found some at the bottom of my tub. Um, if you give me those 20 stickers, I wouldn't have been able to hand all of them out because I just totally forgot to hand them out. Yeah. I mean, I, they were, I put them on my table. I put them everywhere I went and they were just, I constantly had to refresh them and, um, you know, it was crazy. I mean, it was, it was wonderful. People were really interested and, uh, our downloads really kind of spiked our full, like, are you putting this in a show? Yeah. Well, oh, saying okay. thank you to that. like to thank you to all oh, the people okay, who did okay. this. You know, this is okay. a huge. Of course, I'm putting in this in the show. Okay, we Thanks we don't so have right. a we don't have a show without listeners, man. Oh, you know? I thought we were just like talking to each other and stuff. You didn't know I hit the record button. <laughs> uh, that was just so. like the other night where we were just talking for hours on end, for hours on end. So, but yeah, but uh. I, I think I am kind of done, man. That's all. That's all I had for ReaperCon. You got yeah. anything else to add for Nova Open? Yeah, maybe if you want to add this into the end of my thing, but I I have to to give a shout out to the folks that uh, that that kind of like make this thing happen. We wouldn't have an art show if we didn't have judges. Um. So, um. Uh. Let's see. So I got to throw something out there to the judges. Vince Vincerella, uh, John Margiato, uh, Will Hahn, Dan Osborne with a Z, Eric Swinson, Caleb Wessenbach, and Uber Judge Dave Taylor. So I want to put a put a little something out there. Uh, thanks a lot for making this uh, happen, and for um, for helping us out. And I hope to see you all next year. That's awesome. Yeah, a lot of people. It takes a lot of people to run these conventions, you know. It does, and it's you know this is just a little teeny mini art show that we have. You know, we have the judges. We have. Or I'm sorry, not the judges. Uh, we have the referees for all the different game systems, and there had to have been. I mean, from X Wing to Magic the Gathering, to Malifaux to, um, uh, you know, the people who who had food, the store. 40k aos um you have those folks you have the operations guys who are running around and answering people's questions and help with logistics and that sort and then you have the uber boss who's trying to answer all the questions from everybody who's saying hey how is this how does this work and can i print on your printer and can you print this for me and can i use your pins um 
So, because those are the questions I asked many, many times. So, um, hey, I had to borrow the Dungeons and Dragons cruise pencils because I bought pencils for my Lost in Translation class and totally uh, bought unsharpened pencils. I literally grabbed, I reached for sharpened pencils and for some of my hand grabbed unsharpened. Good um, job. Good job. Because that's how I roll. That's how I roll. But uh, so, yeah, so you can put the list of the judges at the end of my thing if you want to. Or whatever. Nah, it's all good. It doesn't matter what order it's in. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd like final thanks to, to Reaper and Innova for, uh, you know, those, those seem to be uh, some stand-up peeps, Dan. And hopefully, yeah, uh, you know, ho- ho- hopefully as we continue to grow the podcast, um, we'll be able to help support them as well. Um, uh, I, so. I think next year would be a good year for us to support both of them. If we're at both of them, mm-hmm. um, I, th- I think we have the capability of doing that and, and do something for them. They're, yeah. you know, they're the kinds that uh, support our hobby. Um, probably the biggest and most. So um, I don't see any reason for that. Right. And, um, you know, as we move forward with, um, you know, after we had our, our extended break over the summer, which was very refreshing and we're done <laughs> with this part. Um, you know, we might try to add little twist or a change here and there and uh, make the podcast a little bit better for all of our uh, listeners. Um, someday we're going to have to get a count. So we stay the right name. I think you usually say like what? Seven or eight, seven or eight. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we're a little bit more than that now, which is nice. But, uh, the, the one of the things I want to I tell listeners is that we are um, in post-con process trying to get interviews together uh, with people that are trying to readjust to being back in the real world after con world. And so uh, we'll have this episode. We actually have a non-con interview um, that's being conducted very soon, and that'll come out. So we're going to try to get back into... Uh, a regular two-week production schedule uh, with stuff. We're not going to limit ourselves to the two-week production schedule, but the goal is to try to get back to having something out at a minimum every two weeks. Uh, It won't always be the case because Dan and I have very poor attention spans. Um, I want that they suck at painting so you don't have to on the back. (laughs) I I am 100% of that. I can visualize it, so now I just got to figure out what what the fonts are. But mm-hmm. I, I, absolutely, I am all over that. Yeah. So I have to. Um, so okay. I'm sorry I yeah. interrupted you. No, no, you're fine. So we'll have some big news down the road. We're trying to get a couple of things organized. Um, we will have there. There is going to be a lot of interviews. We have a lot of people that are very excited about being on the show. Um, I I have to admit that um, I met so many enthusiastic the instructors that i really didn't know uh i knew of but i didn't know who they were and didn't really know them as people uh were some of the most uh kind-hearted hobby loving generous time given people that that i've met in a very very long time and so there's a we have a long list of people uh including we'd like to get some of our listeners on the show um, as well for them to berate us about how bad we suck, um, <laughs> and we could take it to the, we could take it to the ears for uh, uh, for the team just as a joke. But uh, 
that's kind of all I got really, Dan. Um, you know, we'll, we'll we might have a programming note episode, like, you know, like a, Hey, this is where we are. Five minute thing <laughs> come out here and there. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll I'm hoping that we'll have something before that. We're not going to, Oh, I know. No, no, I, no, 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 no. I don't mean it like that. I mean it like, um, podcasts do it all the time. They do preview episodes like, Hey, this episode's dropping soon. You know what I mean? Like yes, little audio do. bites. Yes, we need to do the audio bites. <laughs> and so, anyways. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Listening to Paint Dry or on Twitter at Dry Listening. We also have a YouTube channel uh, titled Listening to Paint Dry with Mike and Dan. Send us an email at listening to paint dry at gmail.com. Tell us what you're working on. If you were at either ReaperCon or Nova Open, let, let us know uh, how it went for you. If you had a chance to see us in action, uh, we might have something for you. You don't have to be a con man to become a better, braver, happier painter. See ya. Listening to Paint Dry with Mike and Dan is a production of LTPTWMD. All rights reserved. No portion of this recording may be used without the express written consent of the host. The music is Death by a Thousand Questions by Springtide. Download from the free music archive on a non-commercial attribution share alike basis. All views and opinions expressed in the show are solely the views and opinions of the person who said them. All celebrity voices, if any, were impersonated and done so poorly.